The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Engaging conversation with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Breaking news with Eileen Bell and sports with Morley Scott. This is the Afternoon News on 630 Chad, Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station. Well, it's 3.05 on this uh, snowy Friday afternoon. Hope the drive to your workplace this morning was good. Maybe the uh, early drive home to get the weekend started is uh, good as well. Um, We'll keep you updated on traffic coming up here in the next little while. I want to get to this. The shooting of three grizzly bears, two illegally in Alberta and one legally in Yukon, has hunting and poaching back in the news this week. In Alberta, investigators are looking for tips after two grizzly bears were found shot this past week near Grand Prairie. One was a mature male, the other a young female. And by the way, it has been illegal to hunt grizzly in Alberta since 2006. So the legal hunting story that had some upset, uh, some people upset this week was that of former NHL player Tim Brent, who posted a picture of a massive grizzly bear he hunted legally in the Yukon. Uh, Dave Poplowski is with the Alberta Hunter Education Instructors Association. He joins us now. Hi, Dave. Thanks for taking the time. Good afternoon, guys. Uh, could you maybe begin by telling us what your association does? Well, the Alberta Hunter Education Instructors Association is the uh, organization that's responsible for delivering the Alberta Hunter Education Program along with a number of other legal requirements to uh, to hunt in Alberta. Uh, the Canadian Farm Safety Course, and we also deliver a boating program, and basically all the, the legal requirements to uh, spend time in the outdoors on Alberta's lakes and fields and streams. How many people have gone through these courses, Dave? Oh, in, since the program was uh, initiated in 19... Well, let's, that's way back there, <laughs> 1964. Five, I believe it was, or 64, we've put through over 2 million people wow. through our training pro- courses, probably around a million through the Hunter Education Program, Jimmy. Wow. Okay, so here's the challenge, though, uh, because the original story on this that took, you know, brought the attention was the legal hunt by Tim Brent in the Yukon of a bear. So while you're educating hunters in the do's and don'ts of hunting, you would really have to educate all Canadians in the do's and don'ts of hunting. Well, and he's American, too. Well, he's an American, but it happened in Canada, yep. right? So yep. the challenge is that people were upset, I think, for the most part, because he hunted a bear, but he <laughs> did it completely legally. Absolutely. Um, you know, the hunting, the conservation programs that, they, you know, different jurisdictions had in respect to allowing hunting to take place in those jurisdictions is based on science. And, you know, in the Yukon, uh, it is perfectly acceptable with the grizzly bear population and the low population density that they have in that territory to have a grizzly bear season. Yeah, you know, I think part of the problem, uh, David, you know, for people, Andrew and I don't hunt. No, we don't. Mm-hmm. We don't. We don't. But I fish, and I I post lots of and pictures I, yeah, of my cat. And I love fish fishing yeah. and all that sort of stuff. And I think when I think there's a, a well, I know there's a cultural divide when it comes to, I, I think for um, some folks when it comes to hunting, you have hunters who um, hunt. Maybe they do it. They do it for the sport. They do it for the enjoyment. They do it for um, uh, food as well. And then there's the people who see it as you know the trophy hunting um, that they're just doing it for the mount on the wall or or whatever it is about that. And we saw this with Tim Brent because he was getting the tweets and the texts and all that 
sort of stuff. How do you try to bridge that gap, Dave? I'm not sure. It's, you know, it's a real social issue, is it not? It, it, it becomes very... Um uh, it becomes a very topical topic, you know, in, in, in all circles, not just in the hunting fraternity, in all circles when people hunt. Even though that's a legal hunt, it mm-hmm. becomes a social issue. And in regards to uh, it being a management hunt in that territory, uh, people still have uh, an opinion on it one way or another. Hunters, there's no question what they think about it. It's perfectly legal. And, you know, most of us, Jaylen, that do hunt, we look at it and think it's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to have that experience to hunt a grizzly bear in that area. Yeah, you know what bothered me the most about it, and I'll just say it, and again, it was a legal hunt, and he had po- when he had posted it, he said, so this is the mountain grizzly bear. It was very easy to tell by his posturing that this boar owned the valley. We were hunting, and he wasn't scared of anything. To me, that was like, why would you ever want to kill that big, beautiful know, but, animal? But, but, but it's it, legal. But Dave, let's have a three-way <laughs> conversation here. <laughs> it's legal, and it's necessary. The, right. It's the and necessary part, right? So the problem becomes that the people who were shocked are against hunting. Hunting, yeah. Right? So, but hunting's a thing, and there's a reason for it, and it's necessary. Absolutely. I don't know how you can fix that, because if somebody hunts legally, you know, and, and gets it and, and is actually serving a purpose while doing it, you'd have to tell hunters... Okay, listen, keep it a secret you're hunting, or don't brag about it. <laughs> well, you know, we're, we, we, we as hunters and fishermen also, when you guys are fishing, you know, you also take a picture of that yeah. fish when you're fishing. You send it to your friends, you know, and it's, I'm not sure it's a, it's a pride thing, but it's also just some, you know, to, to show your friends that you're skillful at it and you're, you've acquired the skill to do so and show it off. No different than a, holding up the Stanley Cup or whatever, but... Well, the no, difference, uh, Dave, would be, and I said it, you said it, the difference would be that I hold up that fish, and I do it all the time. Go through my mm-hmm. uh, my Twitter account, you'll see. I'm releasing, right. though. Yeah. So I catch and release, right? I don't, uh, I just personally, because I'm not a big fan of fish, I'm a big fan of fishing. So that like would be the difference. fish? I, do, I don't, not really. You know what? I mean, I don't mind eating fish, Dave. I, I don't like, I'm too scared of my wife to bring it home and say, <laughs> do something with this. <laughs> You should take one of our fishing courses, and then you'll learn all about filleting and cleaning, and, you, and she'd probably love your fish when you yeah. take it home. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's it's a tough one, and I and I know the the entire trophy hunting. Like when I see pictures of you know giraffes killed and all an elephant, that just it breaks my heart, and I will never ever you but know it, accept know. that or. It's or, basically or hate think the game, but not okay. the player, though, right? Because no, I, it was made available to this guy. He took advantage of it. I know. I don't think there's any need ever to kill a lion or or a, a giraffe. Anyway, but back to back to here. Okay, let's mm-hmm. go back to here. Um, right. So um, the conservation part, like I I, I I love what you're doing and with the with the education uh, part of it. So your gut, it must have been a, a kick in the gut for you to hear about these two grizzly that were found near were Grand Prairie. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, those are just outright poaching incidents at yeah. all. You know, because we haven't, like you said earlier on, Jaylen, you haven't been able to hunt grizzly bears in this province for 12 years, and it's very uh, it's very clean and clear in, their, in people's minds that are spending time in the outdoors that you can't hunt grizzly bears, and they're very easily distinguished based on the pictures that mm-hmm. I saw uh, on the uh, on the news here just recently about those two grizzly bears or the one that I did see the pictures of, it, it's easily distinguished from a black bear and it's just you know who knows why that person did that if they just outright honestly just did it because they wanted to do it 
or they rushed their shot or they made a bad decision or it was low light or foggy or, you know, there's all kinds of fog and low light. But still, that doesn't excuse the person because they're responsible when they pull that trigger to positively identify their target. And when they choose not to or they uh, or they just shoot too quickly or don't identify it, then they need to suffer the consequences and they need to be found and turned into the the appropriate authorities and uh, dealt with. And so on your website, you have and, and on your website you have the link directly to report a, a poacher. And I and I think yes. it's important to note. I mean, those poachers, those people are are giving legit hunters, people who um, have taken your course and who have you know who, who who abide by all the rules, who are you know all of those things. They're given hunters a bad name. Absolutely. They, um, you know, we, we suffer the consequences of all of those incidents that happen. And hunters are probably the number one uh, group that turns in the poachers yeah. when they see these incidents and they find something. They're the ones that make the calls and get these people caught and, and turned in. So, Dave, let me ask you. To get dealt with legally yeah. and, and yep. hopefully to the full extent of the law. Sure. So let me ask you, Dave, because it's your job to educate. So educate me. Let's say oh, yeah. that I was hunting a black bear. Mm-hmm. and I accidentally kill a grizzly, and I'll agree with you, if I can't distinguish between the two, I shouldn't be holding a gun. But let's just say I accidentally kill a grizzly for whatever reason. If I report that, am I getting fined? I would think so, because it's your responsibility to positively identify your target. And when you make that mistake and you make that choice, um, you, you you should suffer some sort of um Consequence. Now, if you made that mistake honestly and whatever the conditions were in that situation, you and the officer that interviewed you would make a recommendation to the court, and the court could probably be very lenient on you. They might just suspend your license for a year, give you a minimal fine, or choose to go to the extent of the law that they're allowed to, and even up to jail in, in that respect for shooting. An in, uh, I guess they're not threatened or endangered, but they're, mm-hmm. they're classified has, has changed quite a bit here in the last few years. I'm not sure exactly what it is, but it's... It's not threatened anymore. Okay, still, so Dave, that now that is protected, and yeah. you're not being, you're not allowed to hunt them and have a license for them. I, and I just I'm not challenging you. I'm trying to understand so our listeners understand as well. Mm-hmm. So now I'm hunting, and I'm not hunting bear at all, but I'm confronted by a grizzly bear, and I'm in fear. Now can I shoot the bear? And if I do, and report it, what happens? Well, if you're protecting yourself or your property, um, you know, there's, there's, no, there, there's common sense law which allows you to protect yourself and property. And I'm sure if you asked Fish and Wildlife, you would find, um, Andrew, you would find that many people have done this in the last while and they're reported and the animals are taken in and uh, they're interviewed and then probably given no fine, no charge, no nothing because protecting themselves to do so. And does that extend to livestock? If I'm a rancher or, or you know, in, in I have animals of my own or my animal is in jeopardy from a grizzly, does that, yeah. t- from your experience, is, is what happens I, I wouldn't think so, Andrew, because yeah. the government, uh, through the Alberta Conservation Association, has a, a depredation program where they, where if a grizzly bear or a wolf or something kills a person's uh, you know, prime heifer, um, they're compensated for it. And that's through hunters' license fees mm-hmm. that are collected and held on this fund that compensates them for that. So in that situation, I would think that they would probably be dealt with by the law for shooting a grizzly bear or, you know, I guess any other predator that was doing that uh, in regards to protecting their, their, their cattle because they're compensated for it. Whereas their human life, 
uh, is much different than a, a cow or a yeah. horse or, or something else. I, that, I've that, learned a ton in this conversation <laughs> already. So you've been very helpful, Dave. So let's uh, try one more time because I'm... I'm really learning a lot in this conversation. Um, Good for you. From your experience as a hunter, why did those two bears get killed near Grand Prairie? Boy, that's a million-dollar mm-hmm. question. And I wouldn't have a silver bullet, no pun intended, uh, in regards to how to answer that. You know, if it was a young hunter, if it was an inexperienced hunter, I would think that they just rushed their, you made a bad decision and just rushed, didn't positively identify their target. Mm. And then they if noticed, that, older, then they realized what they had shot and, and fled? Got scared and just ran away and figured the chances out in the middle of nowhere of getting caught mm. are probably very slim. That would make sense for one grizzly, but not two, right? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. they're two different locations, if I if I recall reading they the articles are, yeah. right, but they're only about 80 or 90 not kilometers apart. Yeah, they're not that far apart, but they yeah. weren't, yeah. yeah. Yeah, honestly, that's that's a you know I, I read the the fishing or the government's uh, uh, spokesperson that spoke on that, and he said this was really an odd situation yeah. that, that the two bears would be shot so close together at so such a close time. So, um, you know, I, I don't know. Maybe there maybe somebody's out there doing it. It's hard to say, but. Yeah. Uh, the investigations that do take place, Andrew, will hopefully catch the individual or individual and deal with them, and then it'll become public knowledge as to why that stuff happened and why they did what they did. Dave, how big of a, an issue is poaching in this province? Boy, you know, I really don't know. Okay. Um, you know, if I recall reading from some of the um, the old studies that were done on poaching, they, they basically say that around 7% of the population, the general population that hunt, um, break the law, whether it's poaching or make an honest mistake or something. And then about 7% of the population are absolutely totally opposed to hunting. And then around 90 or 80 something percent would be kind of in the middle where, you know, it's acceptable to in one way, shape or form, but they wouldn't all do it. Mm. But it, as long as hunting is done morally and legally, that they would accept it. So I guess about 7%, I guess, would be a number that I recall reading, which are breaking the law and or poaching. And Dave, do you know what the fine difference is? Difference between the two. Do you do you know what the fine is for? Is, oh, should they gosh, catch the people? Bears? Yeah, for oh, grizzlies. It's, up, it's a hundred. It's a hundred thousand. Probably be up to two or three years in jail. I it's, would guess. It's actually and, and upwards of a hundred thousand yeah, dollars or no, more. It's a hundred thousand wow. dollars or up to or up to a year in jail. Three years in jail. Yeah, one year on conviction. Yeah. So you're taking According a real to this article. It was one year. <laughs> Whoever shot those grizzlies. Yeah, I mean they're taking. I mean, if this you did it by mistake, chance. if you did it by mistake, I'd I'd be calling somebody and say, "Hey, I, this was a whoopsie." Yeah. yeah. Right. But but Jaylen, if it was done by mistake, I would guess that the person would turn themselves in, and we wouldn't be reading about it. Well, like that's we what I was just saying. Yeah. That's what yeah. I was yeah. just saying. So. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's uh, it's it's one of those it's one of those topics, man, Dave. But uh, yeah. I want to thank you for the work that uh, that you're doing. Um, you know, helping to educate all of the all of the hunters out there who are are following the guidelines. And, and doing it right. Thank you so much. And you know, this is the first day of fall, and you know, really, this is the kickoff for most of mm-hmm. us to do hunt. This is kind of like the the kickoff for hunting uh, when it's we Christmas get that Eve for you. Twenty first. <laughs> and you know, I got to say, Dave, before we let you go, I know uh, in your position when you get asked to be on a radio show, you the thought has to trail through your mind: Is this about to be an ambush? But uh, just like a good hunter, we we don't uh, leave bait in the middle of a field and ambush them. <laughs> good for you guys. I appreciate that. We appreciate your time. Thanks a lot, Thanks, Dave. Dave. You guys have a good weekend. Yeah, you, you too. too. It's Dave Poplowski from the um, Alberta Conservation Education. Well, he is with the um, 
conservation education um, program in Alberta, which is really neat. Their website, there's tons of stuff on the website and the number of courses that they offer mm-hmm. um, and all the information on there, it was, it was quite interesting to, uh, to read. I know I'm getting beat up about saying uh, I don't agree with, you know, killing like the trophy hunt and, and that sort of stuff, but... I know you don't agree opinion. with it. Um, lots of people lots don't. Lots of people don't, and there's people that do it. But, but I'm told opinion. by the scientific community of what I've read, I shouldn't say I, but they didn't phone me, that it's necessary. It, so, I mean, you would, you are know... You talking, are you talking grizzlies in the Yukon? Or are you talking... I'm lions? talking grizzlies in the yeah, Yukon. No, I'm talking I, about Africa. <laughs> I, yeah, I know you are. It, yeah. you're, that's a, and that, that's you're a whole right. different That's a whole thing. other topic yeah. for sure. But yeah, in Canada, I, yeah. at least, they're based on what needs to be Absolutely. done to cull the that, herd. And that's how many licenses yeah. or tags are yeah. issued. Right? And that's fine. And that the fellow that, that did it in the Yukon, big, beautiful, big, beautiful bear, but he did it completely legal with the proper yeah. outfitter. So, hey... Good on you. Yeah. Good on you. What for for a hunter? That's probably like winning the Super Bowl. The show's just uh, rolling along, isn't it? 3.26 already. We're going to take a break for uh, news headlines. Uh, Still to come on the show, of course, we'll have your word of the day in less than an hour for you to join us in Montego Bay, Jamaica in January. Uh We've got a pair of tickets to give away. And I'm just going to tell you right now, it's Friday. I love people going to the comedy festival i'm going to make the question really easy it's going to happen in about an hour and some okay i'm going to tell you what the question is and the answer the question is what are you calling to win tickets to and the answer is (laughs) the edmonton comedy festival (laughs) nice and easy yeah not comedy show not your show not a show (laughs) the answer will be the edmonton comedy festival that's the question is what are you buying what are you trying to win the answer is the Edmonton Comedy Festival tickets. As we go to the 3.30 news out of Hardesty this afternoon, thanks for having Dave on your program. Understanding our relationship with nature is important. Good interview. Thanks for that. Always good to learn more about something uh, yeah. that you don't know a lot about. You and bet. I love talking to Dave. So thanks uh, again to him for joining us. The 6.30 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad.